This is your Week in Gaming, episode 27, recorded for the 8th of December 2023, to bring you the latest news from the world of gaming. On today's episode of the podcast, we talk Game Awards, GTA 6 trailer drops, Rage Expo, and 20-year-old Thermal Pest. Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 27 of your Week in Gaming. I always seem to have to like just go and double check the numbers and things as uh, after the break I was like I wasn't 100% sure but now as the episodes continue to roll through and uh, for those that are in South Africa, happy Rage Weekend. I'm joined by a co- my co-host as well as a person that will be attending said event, Samantha. Yeah, it's almost like I go to these events. It's like it's my thing. I went to Comic-Con and I'm going to Rage. Uh, who knows? Who knows where you'll find me next, folks? <laughs> she seems to be around whenever there's tech, gadgets, esports, any sort of like pop culture, anything like that. She'll, you'll generally find Sam either behind a computer playing World of Warcraft, as I saw earlier today, or the new Disney Dreamlight uh, Valley expansion thing that has just dropped and I had to buy. <laughs> and uh, uh, or at pop culture events, but uh, yeah, Rage is taking place this weekend here in South Africa uh, at the Gallagher Convention Center, which is super cool. It's not too far away from here. I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Obviously, like Comic Con is the big one. It's the one that everybody's like the most psyched about because it's the Comic Con brag, uh, brag brand. But obviously, like. Rage is the OG. They were mm-hmm, the very mm-hmm. first convention we ever had, convention slash expo. It's where VS Gaming slash Do Gaming slash Broadband, mm-hmm. whatever, like it's where that got its first kind of heels in for the esports scene. Um, it really is super, super special. So, you know what? I, if you're a fan of Comic Con, that's cool. I'm a fan of Comic Con, but Rage will always just be that little bit extra special. Oh, yeah, definitely. But before we go and continue just talking about that, we do have a little segment a little bit later on where we will delve a little bit more into that. But before then, gaming news now. And finally, CD Projekt Red can finally put Cyberpunk 2077 to rest. Uh, Not like uh, no more updates or anything like that, no. But rather the class action lawsuit that was filed against them in 2020 by investors which is what uh, Nag has reported. If you've had to if you had to play Cy- uh, Cyberpunk 2077 now for the very first time, it's hard to believe that it was such a bad release uh, for most back in 2020. Now, I say most because I was one of those very few people that played it on release and I never experienced a single bug or glitch in my entire game. So, some people had really terrible uh, experiences. Me, on the other hand, I don't. But anyway, CD Projekt Red has finally settled this lawsuit outside of the other court for a total of $1.85 million. Now, consider this and the fact that they have reported profits of over $51 million in its most recent financial quarter alone. And Cyberpunk has surpassed 25 million sales. Um, a clean slate and another big update for it on the cards shows that CD Projekt Red are really moving forward. And I cannot wait to give this a nice new full replay come December shutdown after a long year of work just to get back into Night City, play a story of V, maybe try a different storyline this time. But uh, with all the massive updates, I haven't touched it since I last played it. So I'm ready for that slew of new, new updates. So if I'm not mistaken, this was the game that they released an update 
which was almost like an entire overhaul of the entire game. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. Like it I feel like it takes some serious strength of character to be able to say, you know what? We done screwed up, folks. This is mm-hmm. awful. So we're gonna give you an update that is gonna basically entirely overhaul the game. And then more updates to come with more content, more things to do, more amazing additions to the game. Like mm-hmm fantastic i wish more devs had that in them so many devs are like no 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 no. don't worry guys we're gonna put this band-aid on it right and then mm-hmm. you're just gonna forget that this awful thing ever happened um yeah i love yeah, that so- they really did actually go dig in and sort it out and as you say with the lawsuit behind them it's they're they're in the clear they can move forward and they can continue giving us really great service as a dev yeah, so that w- the update you're referring to is the uh, Phantom Liberty update, yeah, which was additional DLC that they added to the game. However, it wasn't a necessity to have purchased the DLC in order yes. to get all the the, the updates and things and shit, like that. Yeah. yeah, it was like you know what we here's the here's the big update to fix all the issues. Um, and also we've got DLC. We've added some new stuff, and they're continuing to add new things um like a, a complete metro system and everything as well that's going yeah. to be coming out in pat, like uh patch 2.1 or something so looking forward to to really getting into the 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 night life of night city in the spirit of fighting games that have nothing to do with anything choose your fighter the game awards folks they are upon us they are just around the corner in fact i believe it's this weekend if i'm not mistaken and uh, Game Rant have reported the Player's Voice Award nominees for your Game of the Year. And honestly, these nominees are massive. There is one game that I'm a little disappointed didn't make the list, but we'll get into that in a sec. So first and foremost, uh, foremost, let's talk about what are the five nominees. Baldur's Gate, to no one's surprise. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Of course, it had to be there after the overhaul that they made and and listening to the fans, listening to the players. There's no way they don't add that. Genshin Impact, there's something for everyone. And to be fair, from the people that I've heard playing this game, it actually, even though it's a gacha game and microtransactions and all that shenanigan, it's actually a really damn good game. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Uh, I have not played this. I haven't seen too much about it, I must be honest. So that one's a little bit of a sidewinder for me. Um, People might think that I'm a bit of a heathen for that one, but there you go. And finally, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Now, the game that I'm disappointed did not make the list is Lies of P. Because I think that that game is incredible. It is so beautifully made. It is probably the most accessible Soulsborne game made and that that does sound like a bit of an oxymoron because you're like soulsborne accessible Hmm, that doesn't make sense but for people who are just getting into the soulsborne genre it's such a good entry point uh the story is fantastic i love the dark steampunky twist on pinocchio so i'm a little bit sad that that didn't make it into it but yeah i mean these these five nominees i would say who would get your vote andrew but i think we all know (laughs) I think everybody should know what game is going to get my vote. However, when you look at those finalists, there's another game that came out this year that was absolutely phenomenal, that had such an amazing release. It continues to go out on other games. If you say Starfield, I swear to God. Oh. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> not Starfield. 
Hogwarts, that was an amazing game. I played yeah. it from start to end shortly after release. It's out on uh, the older gen consoles. It's on Switch. It will going to be out on Switch. It's out there. It It is a, an amazing game. It's so uh, flushed. It's finished. Combat every, and everything's good. The story is really, really good as well. And the fact that that is not on the uh, the list is a little bit of a surprise. But at the same time, like, you know what? Uh, people have their opinions. And if it's not there, it is what it is. But yeah. uh, that will definitely be a very close number two for my game of the year. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is definitely what <laughs> I'm voting for. I think it will be no surprise if it does win Game of the Year. It should be to nobody's surprise, actually, yeah. when when Larry and do get called up for it. Um, I'm actually going to call it now. Yeah, well, I mean, geez. Last year, I felt like it was a little bit more contentious. I know that Elden Ring was still, you know, a little bit above the rest, but it felt like there was just a little bit more competition where maybe there was another team uh, or another game that might just snag it. But <sighs> Baldur's Gate, the reception that it's had, and also the fact that it's so much more recent, right? Like if Game of the Year happened in June, Hogwarts Legacy takes it. And that's not just because Baldur's Gate hadn't been released. Let me, let me put it this way. If Baldur's Gate and Hogwarts Legacy release at the same time, I think it's a lot more hotly contested and it's mm. way closer than it could be. But Hogwarts mm. Legacy is old news. People have finished the game already. Um, they, I mean, they do add a few updates now and then, but it's nothing massive or uh, that adds crazy replayability or whatever. Uh, and of course, Baldur's Gate is the more recent game. So, and it's one that people have been waiting for for a really long time. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's undeniably going to be the game of the year this uh this year which makes me a little sad because hot take put this on tiktok let me get tons and tons of uh, impressions i don't think it's that good <laughs> i think it's like i don't think it's bad don't get me wrong i'm not saying shit game right i'm not saying like oh no one should like this game it's awful it's terrible like why do people like it i just think that it's a little overrated it's it's not everybody's cup of tea but even for those that haven't actually really enjoyed it or like those kind of games don't appeal to them it's been it's it's had a very good reception by those yeah. people as well so you know what uh, I'm quite happy um, that it is so well taken by everybody. And uh, I'm looking forward to Larian getting the, the respect that they deserve as a publisher and a game dev, considering all the other games that they've brought out in very similar nature. And uh, I hope that people don't actually start seeing them just as a double A uh, game publisher. I really think that people should actually classify them as a triple A game house at some stage. So just a quick one. Um, Game Awards is Thursday. So obviously the episode will air on Friday. Uh, as always, we do record a few days before Friday, so we don't have the results yet. So all of you get to laugh at our opinions uh, when it turns out that we're completely wrong about what happens at Game Awards. There you go. Yeah, this is recording on Tuesday. So uh, if on Thursday they haven't won it, then that's just pie on our face. But uh, that's fine. We'll deal with it next time. <laughs> or we'll just brush it off. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> After nearly 10 years since the previous title in the franchise released, Rockstar released the GTA 6 trailer a day earlier. What pushed them to do this? Well, it got leaked on Twitter, as <laughs> it always happens. You know, things like this always seem to happen 
people can't keep their mouths quiet or maybe it was a data breach. Nevertheless, it got leaked on Twitter. So they just decided stuff it guys. Here it is. It's on YouTube. Go and watch the official trailer here. Um, whilst there isn't too much to go on from the trailer itself, um, but you can see that there is a female protagonist in the other game. Um, in the main trailer, along with several shots of different areas within Vice City. That's right. If you have been uh, away from the GTA scene for a while, we are heading back to uh, Vice City, uh, which was the place of GTA 3, if I remember correctly. I do speak under correction. I haven't played Vice City in several, several years. Um, so, yeah, so GTA 6 is day or slated, I should say, for a 2025 release, right? So, that's still many it's like a year and of some uh away um there are some reports that are suggesting it could be around the end of q1 in 2025 as well as this just being an initial release on console so ps5 xbox series x and s um with uh, the pc release just like gta 5 coming uh later on i think gta the difference in time was about two years from the console to the pc release for gta 5 and uh, when we got on PC, it was completely flushed. So not too, not too worried. Uh, nevertheless, the game looks really incredible if the trailer is anything to go by. Um, and looking at this, I might actually just have a look to see if I can pick up a PS5 in the next year to possibly play it on launch. Because we unfortunately were not one of the lucky ones to get the uh, the specials that were going. <laughs> Man, what a no. meme! Like, guys, if you were one of those poor souls trying to get a cheap PS5, we sympathize because it was a freaking mm-hmm. disaster. Um, it yeah. really was. Oof! I will say, I said to my dad, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad because as much as I would have been saving six grand or seven grand, I've now saved thirteen grand by just not getting one uh, at all. So. Um, that, there you go. That sounds like <laughs> such a girl math thing to say. <laughs> I I'm mean, just, I'm just saying. Listen, listen, esports winter is real. Okay, I save thirteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> esports winter is real. I do see that uh, Vice City was essentially the fourth game, so it was GTA one, two, three, and then Vice City. Yeah, I, I actually remember my brothers playing this, and as a kid, I didn't understand about the crazy woman getting into the cars and all the shenanigans that were happening. <laughs> playing the game was immensely difficult for me because so i get into the game and i'm like yeah get in the car start driving on the left side of the road why is everyone driving Mm -hmm. into me (laughs) it was very stressful it was very stressful and that was actually one of the reasons i gave up because i couldn't be bothered to try and figure out where i'm actually supposed to be driving and like i'm a goody two-shoes so upsetting the cops is not my thing which makes this so not the game for me guys it's so bro we've spoken about this we spoke about this black and white i was always a good god i would never go and like start invading other towns and cities and stuff because i wanted everyone to be impressed by how lovely and wonderful and kind i was um so yeah no i can't i can't do that but i know that people are going to be super psyched for this game i know that it has been a long time coming for a new GTA mm-hmm. game. Uh, I mean, I just I think that in the first day the trailer had like over 6 million likes and, and that's just likes, never mind the views. Um yeah, it was like 88 million the last time I saw and that was some time uh this morning uh, at like, time of recording. So it probably it'll probably be over 100 by the time this comes out surely. Yeah, I mean by by the time the episode launches if you haven't seen the GTA trailer yet, 
get out from the rock that you are living under. Please join us in the 21st century uh, and go and watch the trailer. Even if it's not your vibe, just staying up to date, knowing what's happening. I haven't seen the trailer yet because I don't intend to play it, but I do intend to watch the trailer because it looks pretty cool and I can appreciate things that look cool. Yeah, so just hang around a little bit. Uh, It's going to be out 2025 on console and suspected 2026 release on PC. The World of Warcraft Season of Discovery launched last week. And boy, howdy, what a launch it was. I So I was online about five, five or so minutes before the servers were set to launch waiting for them because the the servers were there but they were offline so you had to wait for them to show online so that you could like go in and i managed to be no no i managed to be one of the first people to get in so i didn't have a queue it was fantastic however i get in and there's as i load in there's about (laughs) there's about a hundred thousand players there you know as you do so i took a screenshot tabbed out showed it to a friend of mine who was in the queue i was like yo man this is insane tabbed back into the game there was no longer 100,000 people. There were now 100 million people. Like, the entirety of the troll starting area was just wall-to-wall blue names. People yelling, look, Tarogar, and, like, all sorts of other random nonsense. Uh, everybody really, mm-hmm. really excited mm-hmm. for Season mm-hmm. of Discovery. The the quest givers were bugged. Um, the, the classic fights to try and tag a mob you know people like oh invite for sarkoth invite for sarkoth you know somebody please invite me so I can... and then you get the chamois who have that um oh i can't remember what it's called it's that nature thing it's an instant cast that it, ha- it like somehow just insta tags this this creature so all the chamois there trying to like that's the one all the chamois there trying to like tag this thing um and i remember when classic itself launched people would queue form an orderly line and everyone would get their chance to tag the mob. Season of Discovery! Ah! <laughs> There's like 16 million people standing on top of this mob to the point where you can't even see it. So a friend of mine, who's playing a chamois, starts selling Earth talk sh- uh, Earthshock tags for two cents, uh, two silver a tag. He was making wow. such bank, bro. <laughs> it's just that absolutely is... unreal. I did I did I did see some some uh screenshots and things for on on Twitter about people that were playing season of discovery and things like the warrior qu- uh, quest giver um that is in some other mine for the humans or whatever the case is uh they actually were forming a queue a a line where people were going same thing for like druid trainers and things you're so- supposed to which, which is what the nice thing is. I think it was obviously very rushed, but as things that, you know, after things cooled down a little bit, there were queues developing for things like this. Now, I have updated Season of Discovery and uh, I'm looking at potentially playing it, but I also just want the absolute craze to calm down just <laughs> ever so slightly because yeah. if I want to level, I don't want to have to fight other people for mobs. I don't want a quest that's supposed to take me five minutes take me 45 minutes because I'm okay, fighting but this other is, people. No, but this is classic. Quests take you 45 minutes anyway. Like, I, I was just... I was on a quest to get stuff, and I got, uh, and this was today, I got a full level from level 12 to 13 just killing mobs without turning in a single quest because I had to kill that many mobs to get the items and things that I needed mm-hmm. for the, like, classic is redonkulous. But anyway, for those of you that don't know what Season of Discovery is, um, 
it's really cool. So they've added these runes that you can find all around the world. And there's so many different ways to do it. So I'm playing a mage because mages can now be healers. Uh, and you use like time magic. So you essentially like roll back time to a time when they weren't injured or whatever. It's interesting. Um, but you get a whole bunch of different runes. So like there's one you get, there's something called an odd melon all around the terrace full glade. If you polymorph the melon, it turns into an undead who then drops a note on the floor <laughs> and you collect six of those notes. Uh, you combine them and it turns into one of your runes. So there's a lot of like really interesting and uh, creative ways to find the runes that you need. And some of the runes are incredibly OP. Um, they give you really, really amazing skills and stuff. It's really fun. And yeah, I'm going to be a mage healer and my friend is going to be a shaman tank. Uh, you can have a rogue tank. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> wild to even consider. <laughs> yeah, I mean, paladins can be DPS, imagine. Who would have who would have thought saying that in 2023 that WoW Classic or even just like old vanilla WoW that uh, Paladins could be DPS? Nobody would be believe you <laughs> at all. But yeah, Season of Discovery, it's out. It looks it looks like I said I'll definitely give it a try. But I would like for it to calm down so that for brevity of your example, a quest that's supposed to take 45 minutes doesn't like you know I just don't want it to take me yeah, two hours you. instead of 45. Yeah. You know, because that's going to just annoy me, and eventually I'll just, you know, skip, and I'll end up playing Diablo or something again, or Hearthstone, some some other Blizzard game, because <laughs> I've really become a a, a Blizzard oh, sellout at this point. To fucking Blizzard, aren't we? <laughs> we really and truly are, and I just think it's like it's one of those things that like they disappoint us, and we're like, oh, Blizzard, no, 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 and then they do something like this, and you're like, oh, maybe. <laughs> they're like the, they're like the toxic ex. I really want Honestly, to say. Honestly, <laughs> we all have Stockholm syndrome for Blizzard. <laughs> we really do. For those that grew up with Blizzard and things, like we've we've we're full Stockholm syndrome for them. We're like, oh, they did a bad thing, naughty, naughty, and then we still end up going and playing the games because they make really good games. Let's be honest, except for Overwatch, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week, we don't have a promising playable. We don't have a soon-to-be success. However, this event is promising, and it is most definitely going to be a success, and that is the Rage Expo happening here in South Africa. Now, if you've never heard of the Rage Expo, or the really awesome Gaming Expo, is what I've learned its real name is. Um, Sorry, you learned that? When did you I learn did. that? I uh, the other day actually I was like I wonder what, what? this looks. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've found, I found I can't remember, but I found it like in an article, and I was like, yeah, it's 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 an example or something. I was like, what? Anyway, again, it's again. Anyway, long long story short, that's what I learned. I was like, oh wow, it actually stands for something. It's not just called the Rage Expo, but yeah. Uh, but if you haven't heard about this thing, then you probably have literally been living under a rock or maybe you're just very new to the gaming industry so you're, you're with yeah, those so guys that haven't seen the gta trailer <laughs> yeah you're with, you're with the people that haven't seen the gta trailer at this point um so if 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 you are in south africa it is happening this weekend it's at the uh, the gallagher convention center um and it's running from today the 8th of december till the 10th of december it runs pretty much through the day from like 9 p.m or 9 a.m to like 6 or 7 p.m in the evening um, 
And yeah, they have a lot in store for you. It's going to be an absolute blast, uh, as it is every single year, right? So there's the BYOC LAN. They have that every year. It's fantastic. Bring your own PC, set it up, hook up to the internet, uh, bring a sleeping bag, get duct taped to the ceiling, uh, all, all the good LAN mm-hmm, memes, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and just you know jam out for like three days. I remember when the you, you would arrive and you'd get a swag bag, and in the swag bag there was deodorant. Yeah. Because <laughs> Rage knew what was going to happen. Um, oh yeah, one hundred percent. And then we also hundred in close proximity for three days, just constantly. It, it's bound. And to I mean, happen. why would you go home? You just keep playing video games, right? So exactly. you know, quick little cheeky deodorant <laughs> shower, and off you go. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Carry First Valorant tournament, which of course yours truly will be casting. So please do come by the Carry First stand. Um, I'm going to be working alongside some incredible talent. And when I say incredible talent, okay, we have Snare, who's just come back from Dota TI. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to be our host on the day. Uh, we've got Grant Hines. He's going to be doing some of the crowd work. We've got Tendo. We've got uh, Skara, who's been doing a lot of the Valorant stuff. We've got Daddy mm-hmm. Cool, who's also a really big face uh, in the South African esports scene. We're also going to have an analyst desk online. They won't be on uh, on location, but they will be online. Uh, it hasn't been announced yet, but you guys are going to love them. Absolutely. So look out for that. Please do come by. And on Friday, we're actually doing a panel. So a bunch of us are going to be talking about different things um, during the day. So for example, I'm going to be talking about, along with Snare and Hayes, uh, CS Hayes, we're going to be talking about, you know, making it international in esports. Um, you're also going to have people like Skara talking about uh, Valorant, the past, present, and the future here in South Africa. So we've got a lot of like talking topics for panels on Friday. It's going to be absolutely dope. So make sure to come check that out. Hashtag Velzade. Uh, and of course, there's cosplay, video games. I- <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the there's, good things we've come to love with Rage. Yeah, there's going to be competitions run by different companies and stalls and everything that's going to be happening there. Shopping, if you haven't been able to do your Christmas shopping for that, maybe that one uh, you know person that really loves games or gaming or whatever, you'll be able to pretty much go and be able to do this here. Um, there's tech in all forms. I saw that there was going to be like a VR stand setup thing as well. So if you've never experienced virtual reality and you want to give it a try, it's going to be there. There's going to be food. Hmm. I've been to Rage. There's food. I mean, there's probably more things, but like when uh, going through things, I was like food, I, like, I got sidetracked and everything anyway. But yeah, they, they ha- they're going to have so much. If you... Are any shape, way, or form interested in tech, gaming, cosplay, esports, digital entertainment, anything within that sphere? It's going to be happening this week, uh, this weekend at Rage. So if you're listening to this, you haven't yet got your ticket. They're not expensive. I think they're like a hundred, a couple hundred, like a hundred, two hundred bucks or something for a day or whatever. So yeah. it's very cheap. And let me tell you, it will be most likely worth every single cent and some mm-hmm. and especially like uh you know i know it's christmas season and everyone watching your wallets getting a little bit tight there but bearing in mind you can get some phenomenal nerdy gifts at mm-hmm. uh at rage like don't wait until the week before christmas and then you got to get something like really awful from like a last minute nonsense go to rage get some funko pops get some tech get some you know merch get get stuff that your partner will really enjoy i'm assuming your partner is a geek because if you're listening to this and you're not dating a geek then oof <laughs> oof <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, just, we're just gonna leave it there just yeah. oof. 
<laughs> All right, moving on to our special mentions. As always, rapid fire through some of the headlines that we did not get to delve into on the episodes. First and foremost, BioWare has released a new trailer for Dragon Age Dreadwolf, a sequel to the 2014 hit Dragon Age Inquisition. Dreadwolf is set to release anytime between Q3 2024 and Q2 2025, with a full reveal coming in summer or winter of 2024. I am so excited. Yeah, BioWare, when it comes to Dragon Age, Pretty good games. I won't lie. I quite enjoy them. Numerous players have reported that their PS network accounts have been permanently suspended with no warning, causing them to lose access to digital games. Some users have reported regaining access to the accounts after logging uh, back in with no explanations for the temporary ban. Uh, attempts to contact uh, PlayStation uh, customer service were reportedly unhelpful and offered no guidance on how to resolve the issue. Um, if you're facing this issue, uh, hit it with the old tried and tested. Have you tried turning it off and on again? You know, just log out, log back in, and hopefully this will resolve your issue. Hopefully, Disney Dreamlight Valley is exiting early access or has exited by the time of release. Uh, and the Pumpkin King Returns update will be live. You heard uh, Andrew talking about it a little bit earlier. He's bought it for the missus. I'm going to be buying that very shortly. Uh, this introduces bug fixes and new content, including the highly requested character, Jack Skellington. Uh, Andrew, remember your homework? I watched the movie. The update brings new features such as Valley Visits Multiplayer Mode, the Royal Winter Star Path, and the ability to add and remove villagers, which is quite cool because they're getting a little crowded, not gonna lie. Uh, players can also expect a gameplay improvements and weekly Dream Snaps challenges. The patch notes detail various changes and bug fixes, including updates to furniture collections, character animations, and fixes for quests and item spawning issues. Before I go on to my next part, I still don't know what a Jack Skellington is. Just to know <sighs> people. <laughs> No, I do, I do, I do, I do know, promise. <laughs> Cyberpunk 20, 2077's update 2.1 introduces a fully-fledged metro system with 19 stations and five lines, enhancing the immersive experience in Night City. Players can also romance, uh, can now call romance partners to their apartments for hangout events. Hangout more... events. <laughs> yeah, hangout events, you know, we'll just leave it at that. Maybe that maybe you just want to play Uno or two-player mm. exploding kittens, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is just adding more depth to V's interactions with the world and characters. Uh, the update also brings new features like uh, replayable car races, new cyberware options, and improved boss fights, along with bug fixes and performance improvements. So, big fans of Game Pass here. Microsoft reportedly spends over a billion, not million, billion dollars annually on the Game Pass subscription service, which is justified, it says, by its support for both big name and indie game studios. Game Pass is consistently uh, Game Pass is constantly expanding and reaching new heights with upcoming announcements expected at the Game Awards, or by now you would have heard what those um, announcements are. I can't wait. Xbox Game Pass will add four new games on December 5th, including a day one release, giving subscribers plenty of new content to enjoy. Upcoming games, or games as of like four days ago, include Clone Drone in the Danger Zone, Rise of the Tomb Raider, while the Iron's Heart and World War Z Aftermath. Microsoft just continue to win with this Xbox Game Pass thing, really and truly. 
patch 1.2.3 for Diablo 4 introduces the Avatar of Zia, a new endgame dungeon, and brings changes to glyphs and treasure goblins. The update aims to address players' feedback and improve the overall gameplay experience, including a faster leveling of the glyphs, thank goodness, and the removal <laughs> of treasure goblins upon mounting, thank goodness as well. Diablo 4 is in a better state than its initial launch, uh, with improved build diversity and a wider range of viable playstyles for classes like the Sorcerer. Again, super happy. So if you haven't tried it out yet, do. Path of Exile 2 introduces the Mercenary class, a ranged DPS class with unique crossbow weapons that emulate various shooting styles, making it a must-play for hack-and-slash fans. The Mercenary's crossbows can be customized with elemental bolts and attachments, adding different attack types and enhancing gameplay variety within the class. The addition of WASD movement controls and the goal to explore new design space while retaining beloved qualities have been met with positive feedback from fans, solidifying PoE2's improvement upon the genre. We got there in the end. Yes. (laughs) Sony has announced that users will lose access to Discovery TV shows they previously purchased through the PlayStation's digital store. Uh, Sony stopped allowing movie and TV purchases through the PS Store back in 2021 and now focuses on subscription-based streaming services like Netflix and Apple TV. The removal of these shows from the PS Store and the user's libraries is due to undisclosed content licensing arrangements and have raised concerns about the future of digital ownership and the necessity of physical media. Everyone who made fun of me for buying DVDs while I was in the UK, suck it. This is why, okay? You don't own anything anymore. They can take it away. Rant over. Honkai Star Rail introduces a new character named Argenti, who is suited for the main DPS role. Version 1.5 of Honkai Star Rail will bring limited time festivities and quality of life features for players. Argenti, a five-star physical character, will have abilities that focus on dealing AoE damage and regenerating energy. Starbreeze, known for Payday, is developing an official Dungeons & Dragons video game after the disappointing launch of Payday 3. Payday 2's success and longevity through a, a, a live service model influenced Starbreeze's plan for Payday 3 and its new D&D game. Uh, Project Baxter, the code name for the D&D game, aims to have a cooperative multiplayer experience and could take inspiration from the tabletop version. My only concern is that this will probably end up the same as Payday 3. Don't wish that into existence, Andrew. All right? <laughs> D&D games must always be good and fabulous and wonderful, and that's 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 the hope. I hope we hope you're listening, Starbreeze. We really do. Don't this screw week- it up. <laughs> And in this week's news, nobody cares about. Have you ever gone through a box of cables, screws, and other computer odds and ends, wondering if you may or may not have some thermal paste you may need just to add the final touches to a spring clean uh, computer? Uh, ever found that old little thermal paste that you bought maybe like 20 years ago and wondered if it works? It turns out uh, it's not so bad, assuming that it's still at least got a very good seal and everything. Um, There was a syringe of ancient thermal paste, which has been tested by Igor's lab, and, well, it works. (laughs) It it may not work as well as the latest stuff uh, that we use, but it does work perfectly fine. Uh, Some highlights from the article from Tom's Hardware shows that, one, the syringe had a good seal, so the paste was consistent, and it squeezed out, as you would imagine, from the syringe. Two, the Arctic tooling 
yeah, sorry, this Arctic cooling silicone paste that was prevalent during the uh, Pentium 4 era. Let me take you really back to the Pentium 4 uh, era of, of, of Intel. Uh, was made of 50% silicone, 20% carbon, and 30% metal oxide. And the other important thing is that uh, the New Day stuff runs on a delta of about 6 degrees cooler than something that is about 20 years old. So for non-nerd speak, it just means that your computer would run six degrees cooler with the newer day stuff as opposed to something that's 20 years old. Um, so the next time you're cleaning out your PC and you wonder if you might have some thermal paste, you're not too sure if it's fine or not, as long as it's got a pretty good seal in it, uh, it'll work. It'll work just fine. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that 23 years is now considered ancient? <laughs> yes. Sam, and if you're wondering what that does to you as a human being, <laughs> it makes you ancient. <laughs> I mean, that is just such a depressing thought, bro, okay? I know that in terms of technology, 20 years is, is ancient, but it just it makes me feel so sad, especially because I, I, I probably had a Pentium 4 growing up. Like, <laughs> when I was a kid, I, I probably had one. It's in my memory bank. Whereas most, I kids, definitely had one. You know, and and kids who are like five to ten years younger than me will have no concept of what that is. Uh, so Sam, let me let me make you feel slightly more older with the story, right? So this thermal paste is older than some CS:GO pros or CS2 pros oh, or Valorant man. pros. Let that sink in. <laughs> There are professional Counter-Strike players that have never owned a Pentium 4 that are older than the thermal paste that they use for Bro, this that's going to be my new insult. Like, please, <laughs> you are a child. I have thermal paste in my computer older than you. <laughs> if you haven't that... changed your thermal paste in 20 years, we've got bigger problems. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, obviously, it's not true. But the point being that it could be, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's going to be my new go-to. I have thermal paste in my PC older than you are. Yeah, so if you if you ever are wondering, like, man, I need to, I'm cleaning my PC. I don't know if I have thermal paste. If you do have an older tube, as long as it's got a pretty good seal on it, still, you'll be fine. You'll be able to use it. Um, if maybe not, it might not be the best, but it will at least give you time to go and look at purchasing something in next week or months or whatever the case is. But yeah, they ran it, they tested it. It was about six degrees under the the same loads. So. Guys, uh, okay, and also for clarity, they didn't test it on a Pentium 4. They did use some <laughs> newer tech, all right, for it. And uh, yeah, it was just six degrees is what ultimately what it came down to. So don't just toss away the old thermal paste. Keep it. One, you could use it for an insult. <laughs> and two, you could also then just use it to sort out your PC. Well, that about rounds up on using gaming this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 27 of your week in gaming. You can find us on like all the socials at YWIG Podcast and by email at your weekingamingpodcast at gmail.com. I am Andrew, and you can find me at my name is Pengu. Uh, I'm Samantha or Sam. You can find me on social media at Nari Mizuki. And I know that the rest of our socials have been very quiet, but. Uh, we should be bringing in someone very soon, uh, hopefully in January, to help out with that, and then things will get more active. So go follow it in the meantime, because things are going to happen. Watch the space. 
our next full episode will be out on Friday, the 15th of December, 2023 at 7am GMT plus two. And the weeks thereafter, there will be short little episodic episodes that will be released just to help you fill during the, uh, the Christmas period until we return fully back in uh, January. And these will be available across all your podcast platforms. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.